Welcome to the Awesomers.com podcast. If you love to learn, and if you're motivated to expand your mind, and heck, if you desire to break through those traditional paradigms and find your own version of success, you are in the right place. Awesomers around the world are on a journey to improve their lives and the lives of those around them. We believe in paying it forward, and we fundamentally try to live up to the great Zig Ziglar quote, where he said, you can have everything in your life you want if you help enough other people get what they want. It doesn't matter where you came from, it only matters where you're going. My name is Steve Simonson, and I hope you will join me on this awesomer journey. If you're launching a new product manufactured in China, you will need professional, high-resolution, Amazon-ready photographs. Because Simo Global has a team of professionals in China, you will oftentimes receive your listings photographs before your product even leaves the country. This streamlined process will save you the time, money, and energy needed to concentrate on marketing and other creative content strategies before your item is in stock and ready for sale. Visit simoglobal.com to learn more, because a picture should be worth 1,000 keywords. You're listening to the Awesomers Podcast. You are listening to episode number 75 of the Awesomers.com podcast series. And today is another part one of a three-part series with Augustus Klingis. Klingis. I think I got it right here in the read-in, but believe me, I'm not going to get it right in the episode. You'll hear my shame several times. So Augustus is a really brilliant guy, and I really enjoyed our time together. He's originally from Lithuania, and he's created or he started out by creating the European Private Label Summit as a virtual summit online in 2016 and 2017 as a means of helping other Amazon sellers capitalize on the thriving e-commerce market. Now in 2018 and 2017 by the way, he produced two other online conferences targeted global Amazon sellers. One of them called AMZ Seller Summit which got a record number of over 3,300 attendees. And during his last virtual summit, AMZ Q4 Strategy Summit, he got thousands more visitors to, to join as they listened to experts share their tips and tricks for the most important quarter of the year, at least if you're in retail, the quarter number four. Now, Augustus is often just simply known as the Amazon Summits guy, and he's committed to providing others with the opportunity to achieve success by offering powerfully informative expert sessions and guides to becoming a top seller. In March 2019, Augustus invites European private label sellers to his first ever live event in Prague, and we're going to talk a little bit about that. He calls it the European Seller Conference. Augustus's dedication has led him to gather the best information from around the world to offer his audiences. He furthers his mission in supporting other Amazon sellers as the founder of Orange Click Company, which helps e-commerce entrepreneurs become the best at what they do. I'm joined today by Augustus Klingus. Did I get that right, Augustus? Well, uh, to be uh, more precise, it's Augustus Kligis. It's a Kligis. normal pronoun. Yeah, oh, all right. Kligis. All right. Thank you. Uh, I, that's okay. I'm not that good at getting last names, so don't feel bad. I have less than 50% accuracy. So, uh, Klingis. Is that Klingis? No. Yeah, you can just call me Augustus. I'll call oh, you Augustus. Augustus. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, so uh, my accent and everything will mess it up. But thank you for joining me today. It's a pleasure to have you. And uh, so I've already read in kind of your bio and some of the history to the, the audience so they kind of know a little bit about your background. But tell us where you live today and what takes up your time on a day-to-day basis. Well, at the moment, uh, I'm in Lithuania in my home country in Eastern Europe, but uh, in uh, 
in about 12 hours we'll be just uh, traveling by car 4000 kilometers to Spain so this is where we want to spend the next winter because eastern or central Europe or Germany my wife is from from Germany it's a bit too cold for us to stay so we are traveling to Spain where it's much much warmer during winters oh 4000 kilometers well first of all thanks for taking the time squeezing us in before the big drive how long will that drive take you by the way uh, we have a child, so it will take, we plan 10 days. We are taking it slow. Yeah, nice. probably for American listeners, I don't know, in uh, miles, it would be a little bit less than 4,000, maybe 3.2, 3,200 maybe. Yeah, it's a long ways, that's for sure. And that's going to take you through a bunch of different countries. I mean, that's one of the things that, that people in the U.S. and even Canada, we don't fully appreciate is how many countries you can go through over that many kilometers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It will be Poland, Germany, Luxembourg, France, and then Spain. Maybe we'll touch a little bit of Belgium. Nice, yeah. Uh, well, and also a nice choice for the winter. Uh, you have my approval. Spain is good for the winter. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, so let's, um, let's talk a little bit about uh, your background. And one of the things that um, people have talked about uh, knowing you, they say you're the Amazon Summits guy. Can you tell us what, what does that mean and how did that name come about? So I, I appeared in this industry about two years ago from nowhere, a guy with an English accent. And I did my first virtual summit uh, in 2016 in August. And this virtual summit was covering topics related to selling on Amazon in Europe. Because I saw European sellers are just are lost and have a lot of questions. So I decided to put it together into a virtual summit format. and. Uh, by now, in, in the last two years, I did five virtual summits. So basically, people know me by because I'm doing summits, which are online events. They are advertised as free events because it's everyone can watch all the videos and all the interviews for free for a limited time. So a lot of people are attracted to, to, to listen. And not, not only that it will... Uh, works as a knowledge base you get some inputs from different uh, experts at this within one week within five days but also you have a perfect opportunity to to listen uh, different um, representatives of different services during the interviews uh, of the summit uh, i don't allow much of sales pitch uh, it's more content and at the end of course speakers can promote their services but Still, if you are an Amazon seller, you have a perfect uh, database looking at my speakers, let's say 25 speakers during one event, and you can decide if you like this copywriter or if you like this uh, someone who is dealing with China and sourcing. So basically, it also works as a database. I, I look at it. <laughs> so sure, because sure. I was just going to say that, you know, as, as the people... Um, go to these online events, they're able to hear lots of different points of input and figure out what resonates with them, right? What they're most interested in. And then they can dive deeper as a resource to, to find out who those uh, contributors are. You know, they, they contribute to the summit, but they may offer a service that is handy for somebody to use later. Do you, do you have any idea of tracking how many relationships have started as a result of these summits? Uh, I'm just curious. I don't imagine how, but any ideas? Uh I do know that uh, some uh, speakers get um, clients from my events. 
if you mean that. But uh, I think it depends a lot how open the speaker is to reveal his secrets or how much value he or she is giving. So I have done um, about 150 uh, uh, sessions for five virtual summits. And I can already see, sometimes I record the session and I can, I kind of have a feeling that, all right, this session will get, uh, will be popular and I'm sure the speaker will get uh, clients. And uh, yeah, I noticed that the more you get, uh, the, the more value you give, uh, the more clients you get afterwards. Some people, I think they are, some experts might be afraid to reveal their secrets, which they are using when serving the clients. But the thing is that if you, tell those little secrets or these tips which you hide, people will get confident and if they will not tell, they will find it from another YouTube video and probably they will not come to you anyway. But if you tell them, they they kind of connect to you or they, they trust you uh, because they felt the powerful value from you. And then maybe now they don't have budget to hire you, but after half a year when they grow their business, for sure they will remember you as a value giver and uh, maybe they will decide to hire you to outsource some of their processes in their business. I think that's really uh, smart advice. So both from the seller side, um, you know, somebody offering a service and from the buyer side, somebody who needs a service, the more transparency there is early in the relationship, the better. And obviously, uh, August, Augustus has already talked about this fact, but if you give value, that's when people are most attracted to you. And as an as a entrepreneur for many, many years myself, this is my 30th year in business, I look for the people who know the, the most because I want to hire them. I want to, to help them. And, and a lot of people want to have the do-it-yourself. That's the DIY mentality. That's fine. Especially as you're starting out, you need to do things yourself. But as you grow, the done for you makes more sense because that allows you to scale. So um, people who are trying to protect too much knowledge so that they preserve their business, they actually uh, hurt themselves in the long run. So I, it's interesting that you you can even tell now when you get the the uh, inputs from the speakers, but I assume you pre-record the inputs before the session. Is that right? If I pre-record, I, uh, <laughs> no, I just pre-record the sessions, but nothing else, if I understood correctly. But the sessions are usually pre-recorded. I do sometimes live webinars during the official days of the virtual summit. Gotcha. But most so of the sessions. So tell us, for those who don't know or haven't yet attended one of your virtual summit, what, what does that mean exactly? What What is a virtual summit? So it's like uh, you can compare to a real conference in some way where uh, you have a big amount of speakers, but in the virtual event, it's kind of, you get much more speakers and uh, you can listen to all of them without traveling. So it's, you, you are saving money on accommodation, saving money on flights, and uh, you probably get to almost similar content. And I do provide sometimes opportunity to connect to the speakers when I do a live webinars during the virtual summit, but it's, it would be very difficult logistically to organize, uh, let's say, 20 or 30 speakers to speak live and communicate with the audience uh, in the comments. So basically, I, I record the sessions and people are able to watch them for free during the specific uh, days. 
and uh, I limit the free viewing for 24 hours. So if there are, let's say, 20 speakers and five days events, so every day you will be, you will be getting links to four or five uh, videos. And afterwards uh, comes my monetization of this uh, business model. I basically sell all access pass. It's uh, access to all the recordings and you get lifetime access. So you get access to a membership site with all the videos. Nice. So this is how it works. Yeah, that's great. Well, I think it's a smart idea because, first of all, it takes time to travel. It takes you know effort and money and so forth. And as you pointed out, uh, and I can I can say this firsthand. I know many of the speakers who've spoken at your events. They're friends of mine, and they are great people. They're they're worth traveling to see. They're worth traveling to go in here and to be able to do it just on your computer and then be able to pay you know some fee to have the all access pass. That makes a lot of sense. So uh, very easy to understand. So. Uh, we're going to take a quick break right now, uh, but when we come back, we're going to go dive a little bit into Augustus's backstory so we can make sure we understand him and where he came from a little bit more. We're going to do that right after this break. Hey, it's me, Steve Simonson. I want to whisper in your ear another one of my awesomer heroes. I found this review on the iTunes system and it made my day from Pearson HTS. Here's what it says. A must listen for every awesomer entrepreneur. Over the years, I've consumed plenty of worthwhile content through podcasts, as well as some absolute trash, from sales stuff, self-empowerment, to history and entertainment, to general business leadership, and most importantly, entrepreneurship. In just a few short episodes, Steve and his team at Awesomers.com have put together the most relevant podcast for, for those of us that see the world through a different lens think differently, and have a love for creating and making something, basically, all of the elements and more that encompass the true spirit of entrepreneurship. The at-your-service attitude of gratitude ingrained in each episode is contagious. Steve has an instinctive pacing in his free-form style and easygoing delivery, delivery that is backed by his naturally inquisitive mind, love of systems, and years of practical experience that provides a winning formula to deliver rock-solid content that almost anyone can easily digest. It goes without saying that I highly recommend this podcast for everyone, not just awesomers, as there are lessons and stories here that I think anyone can relate to. Thank you. And I just say to Pearson HTS, thank you. That's such a thorough and well-written review, and I have to say it definitely was something that uh, really made me excited to see and I appreciate the thorough nature of your review and, and the quality of your, your writing and so forth and, and of course your kind words. So thank you. You are my hero. Okay, here we are back again, everybody. Steve Simonson joined by Augustus Klingis. Klingis. Oh, Klingis. Dang it. <laughs> All right. My, my apologies. I'm going to keep trying and uh, keep, please keep correcting me. I'm not that good. Um, so as I mentioned before we cut to the break is I like to get into people's origin stories and understand where all these smart, brilliant people come from, the awesomers around the world. Uh, and you, you mentioned Lithuania was your home country. Uh, where were you born precisely? Was it in Lithuania as well? Yes, yes. I'm born in the capital of Lithuania, which is Vilnius. Lithuania is a very small country, just 3 million uh, people or even less. So, But we are known by, for basketball. So maybe in U.S. people know some of the basketball players in NBA coming from Lithuania. Uh, so. Tall guys. How tall are you? I'm uh, 
In, in Europe, in uh, in centimeters, I'm 196 centimeters. In American, I think it's six five four. So I don't know six. Still feet. pretty big, yeah. yeah. Still pretty big, yeah. That's mm. uh, that's impressive. So uh, yes, I think a lot of Americans uh, and and those around the world, if they follow any NBA, you're going to see some Lithuanian players. Uh, so how about your parents? Were they entrepreneurial? Or what kind of work did they do? Uh, no, they were not entrepreneurial. Uh, I think I just learned it. I'm now 40 years old. So basically I became a real entrepreneur in the last few years. But uh, I have been, after I finished uh, computer science studies in Denmark, it was master degrees, degree, degree studies. And after that, I worked as a freelance web developer. So I traveled a lot. Then I met my wife, uh, who is German. I met her in Spain 14 years ago. So we traveled a lot with her around the world. At that time, there was no uh, uh, this uh, definition of digital nomads. But probably this is what we were. And uh, I was a freelance web programmer. So I didn't see it as an entrepreneur. But when I look it back at it, probably I was an entrepreneur because I was my own boss. And uh, my more serious, I started about just three, four years ago. This is actually when I started to look at different business models online. I, I like, uh, I'm addicted to computer and internet. So I was looking what to do. And uh, three years ago, I've heard of Amazon FBA. Someone told me that they did some money and it sounded interesting. The only problem was that I didn't have uh, really budget for that. Uh, I had maybe less than $1,000 I could in, in invest. And I was looking for a product to sell. And obviously, there were a lot of, I was getting a lot of contradicting uh, information. Some say that the product should be close to your heart. Some say that you don't care about the product. At the end, I couldn't find plus the budget restriction. So I left this uh, idea alone, but I kept following Facebook groups uh, of Amazon sellers. And this is where I saw that uh, European uh, questions are unanswered in the public. Uh, people have a lot of questions about Europe. And also at that time, I got to know another business model, uh, another way to earn money online was virtual summits. And this is how I combined both uh, the topic and the idea. Yeah, I think you're probably the first person, and as far as I know, still the only person who's really combined the idea of the, the Amazon FBA marketplace uh, as being the center of your curriculum with the virtual summit idea. Uh, uh, that was uh, Kevin Reiser. He did uh, private label movement summit two times. Okay. Uh, but I'm not sure they're doing uh, again because Kevin Reiser is not hosting his podcast anymore. But uh, yes, I think I was the first probably who started exactly talking about Amazon. There were some virtual summits about e-commerce, but uh, the more broader you get, it can be more difficult to get uh, people interested in what you're doing. Sure, sure. Well, I think a lot of the sellers around the world can identify with this general problem of, uh, conflicting information, right? That this, as you described earlier, this person says, you know, make the the item really close to your heart, as you described, you know, something that you have passion for, right? And you've heard of these words probably before. And somebody else goes, ah, who cares? Just it's a commodity. Just put it online and try to sell it. And the, you know, both answers could technically be right. So I, I like your idea of having 
different speakers who have the different perspectives come and share the way they, they view the world. Is that how the idea got its origin? You know what defines capitalism? Commercial breaks. Let's take one right now. Catalyst 88 was developed to help entrepreneurs achieve their short and long-term goals in e-commerce markets by utilizing the power of shared entrepreneurial wisdom. Entrepreneurship is nothing if not lessons to be learned. Learn from others. Learn from us. I guarantee that we will learn from you. Visit Catalyst88.com because your success is our success. A giddy up. Okay, everybody, that was part number one of this three-part series with Augustus Klingus. And I can tell you, he's a really bright guy, and I just love the fact that he was able to share some of his origin story with you today. We're going to get into more stuff over the next couple days. But just this idea that, you know, you hear about a great strategy, you know, the, the so-called Amazon FBA business model, but you don't have enough capital to deploy or to kind of get into that business. So you just keep looking and you find another method. And he's found this virtual summit method, which is a very clever way of not just making money and, and producing revenue, but in fact, helping people, right? And that's a big deal. So my hat's off to Augustus for continuing to help others out there and along the way, finding a business model that helps him as well. So again, this is part one of a three-part series with Augustus, and this has been episode number 75 of the Awesomers podcast series. All you have to do is go to awesomers.com 75 to find all the show notes and relevant details. And as long as uh, we're talking, just you and me, it's just the two of us, why not get out there and leave a review, maybe be sure you're subscribed, and go ahead and share this out there in the world. Without any sharing from you, it's hard to get the word out. So we appreciate everything you do. Well, we've done it again, everybody. We have another episode of the Awesomers Podcast ready for the world. Thank you for joining us, and we hope that you've enjoyed our program today. Now's a good time to take a moment to subscribe, like, and share this podcast. Heck, you could even leave a, a review if you wanted. Awesomers around you will appreciate your help. It's only with your participation and sharing that we'll be able to achieve our goals. Our success is literally in your hands. Thank you again for joining us. We are at your service. Find out more about me, Steve Simonson, our guest, team, and all the other Awesomers involved at awesomers.com. Thank you again. <laughs>